Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Evil Man. We're on the road again. <laughs> that was canned heat by the evil men, boys. Hey, it's the dark, gray, cold, depressing winter. Yesterday, my face froze as I walked to the subway. As I walked to the valley of death, my face froze. As I walked through the valley of the shadow of death, my tuchus was very cold. <laughs> Yesterday, I tried to pee outside and my stream froze. Oh, my God. And I was actually stuck to the sidewalk with a pee icicle. Did, did and a pervert p- skated up your <laughs> pee stream. Have you ever done that thing in winter, either of you, where you have a... Um, licked, a licked a pole? You lick a, no, no. That's you're going to get stuck. Lick a lot of puss? Like that dinosaur? <laughs> no. N- neither of you... Watch it. Neither of you know what I'm about to say, <laughs> where you bring out a, a kettle of boiling water... And pour, it, pour it on your head. You pour it on yeah. your dick while you're pissing. <laughs> <laughs> your dick turns to uh, to steam. Did you yeah. know that it's when it's minus fifty <laughs> out, which happens sometimes in the prairies oh, in God, Canada? Yeah. Uh, I was the the Manitoba boys were telling me this last week. You can throw boiling water into the sky and it falls down as ice. Oh my god! Would you like? Don't you want to live there now? <laughs> That's weird because usually <laughs> to do that, guys like us, we're used to just throwing bo- throwing boiling water in the sky and then just falls down <laughs> and burns us. You know? Yeah, I usually fall. I usually throw boiling water into the sky and then try to catch it with my mug with a yeah. green tea yeah. sachet inside. If you go to like the prairies in the winter, like right now, if you throw an egg in the air, <laughs> it just it just you hear a chicken scream. What do you mean? Because it's so cold. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, get me out of here! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see. Because in the like Arizona in the yes. summer, they crack an egg and it boils on the sidewalk. And you, you got your breakfast. But in Winnipeg yes. in January, in Winnipeg, throw an egg in the, the air. egg goes up back from the sidewalk into the eggshell and goes, it's too cold, man. <laughs> <laughs> but this is the Evil Men podcast that you're listening to. We're broadcasting Fresh. live from an undisclosed location in uh, the Junction neighborhood of Toronto. Hey. We're on the road again. And Chris, you were in Winnipeg. That's so exciting. no 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 i just didn't i thought you guys would have really exciting news stories Mm. but yeah winnipeg was awesome as always i did the rumors comedy club which number five it was listed as number fifth best stand-up comedy club in all of north america by like Mm. a comedy trades magazine i believe so what are the other four Uh, one of them is the f- number one is the cellar in New York. The cellar, I mean, come on, it's got that famous table. Have you yeah. ever been to the cellar? I've been there. I've never performed there. Dark, what, what's it like? It, I've what, been. What's it like when you walk in? Can you can you talk me through it? There's like lots of famous. It's like going to like the Toronto Yuck It's got pictures of famous comedians, but they're a little more famous. Oh, and then everything's yeah. much more expensive. As soon as you walk in, in a far corner, Dave Attell is sitting at a table looking at you like, yep, it's me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, would you be uh, But I really, honestly, shout out to Rumors. It's insanely fun every every time I damn go. The only reason I went like that when you brought it up was because this is the first time I went to Winnipeg, which I a city I love. 
mm-hmm. full of great, great people and comics and people I know. First time I've been there, though, in January, and the polar vortex was in effect, as you guys know, I was telling you. It was minus 25, a bunch of days with wind chill that could get up to 40, minus 50 feeling. Oh, what is that cold? God. It's too cold for even uh, Burton Cummings to play piano. Yeah. His fingers will freeze. Apparently, his, his Cummings froze in midair. <laughs> And then a pervert skated up it on, on some Bauer skates. <laughs> yeah. But I do. I had a great time. I freaking love it at the Rumors Comedy Club. So thanks, Tyler, and everybody out there. I love it. Is Randy Bachman from Winnipeg, too? He is, yes. I wonder if that's why he's kind of a bigger guy, because the the heat retention. Well, he did lose, for health reasons, mm. he actually lost weight in recent years. Oh, oh Both okay. of them did, right? I Both of them so, went up yeah. and down. Now, Yeah, they're like, you never know what you're going to get when you see them. That's why they yeah, named themselves like the Guess Who. You never know which one. Guess who's, which size was the original <laughs> name of the band. I do remember in high school driving and listening to a radio station, and the guy's like, uh, up next we have Bachman Turner Overdrive, or, or, or uh, should I say Bachman Turner Overweight. <laughs> Jesus wow! God. I know. Kind when of was rude. that in the nineties? Yeah, I'm sure yeah. The early two thousands. I'm sure the classic rock DJ was uh, in amazing shape. <laughs> as well. I know. I always thought that was a bit shitty. Well, taking care of business is about <laughs> Randy getting a platter of hamburgers, wimpy style from Popeye, and he has to take care of business and eat all twenty eight hamburgers. <laughs> taking care of. They put it down for over. Taking care of business. Munching burgers. Taking care of business. Yeah. Eating dogs. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, Winnipeg. Winnipeg's place beautiful. To be in the winter. I was there in May, and uh, but there are everybody that lives there is used to it, you know. Yeah. But they all. But the thing is, it's like the club was sold out pretty much every night because people want to do stuff in Winnipeg, which is cool. Yeah. I don't know about Toronto, but and you dressed up in shorts and a Hawaiian shirt, yeah, and had a tropical theme to your shows. Yeah, that was kind of the irony. And then I almost regretted it because the club, like, you know, the club was fine, but it is still so damn cold. This polar, polar vortex out there. But it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was Chris Locke's hot tropical vacation week. Have either of you guys ever been the kind of guy who wears shorts in the winter? I heard an interview with Action Bronson, and he said he hasn't worn pants in 20 years, and he wears shorts all winter. Holy Yo. shit. <laughs> and that's Action. Hold up. Yeah. Um,. Heavier guys seem to wear shorts more often, eh? Yeah, that's true. Or guys going from the gym to their car. Yeah. Or, the you yeah. know, going from their house to the corner store. Or a certain kind of guy who looks like white South African, if you know what I mean. I feel like you see a guy, like a tough guy. Like Action Bronson. Oh, okay. Is he? But he's never, a bigger guy. Yeah. Oh. I mean, there's a certain kind of tough guy who right. looks like the guy in Jurassic Park who got killed by the raptor. Who, oh who only God. wears shorts, like, even, yeah, yeah. even when it's cold. It's no, you're right. They, it's like yeah. they don't even feel it. No. Because they're so tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a hundred years ago, they would probably just wear a loincloth. <laughs> yeah, ni- 1924. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> During the Roaring Twenties, <laughs> a guy like Tarzan just walking around. <laughs> the the loincloth, bigger than the Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll have a pink gin and so will the guy in the loincloth <laughs> <laughs> yeah mm. my loincloth is the cat's whoa put it down I can see your dick <laughs> I wonder if Scorsese cast Action Bronson in The Irishman because he was like this, this guy yeah. only wears shorts he only wears shorts I gotta get him in my movie yeah <laughs> 
<gasps> Maybe that's the last time he wore pants for Scorsese. Yeah. Fuck. Oh. Dude, Action Bronson, call us, man. Call us. We'd love to have you on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, Mike, you have a trip coming up to Miami. Welcome to Miami. Yeah, as, as most people know, I have like a Florida vibe. Miami Come on, vibe. baby, let me see you do the conga. Yeah, I'm... I want to see Mike Balazzo. I just picture Mike in the middle of the dance floor getting it going. <laughs> people, Do often, it. people often mistake me for Cuban American, but I'm actually not. Uh, I give off that vibe, but no, I'm going on. Hey, yeah, uh, you're a refugee, dude. Refugee. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not the place for me, Miami, I'm going to say. Okay, because you uh, went once. So it's the middle of winter. I think most people would be excited to go to Miami. I, I could take it or leave it. Don't really uh, yeah. want... I mean, sort of... Uh, forced is the wrong word, but I have to go maybe against my will um, as a for a work thing to Miami. You're not a less... Yeah. like People don't really... I don't know how many listeners know this, but you're not a less than two shirts at a time kind of guy. Well, I have to get two light shirts for Miami. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm bringing... I do have swim trunks. Nice. Would you ever wear a graphic tee? Uh, maybe um, when I'm away from my home base, I'll do it because I can be whoever yeah. I want. Oh, my God. Oh, you know what? That's, That's kind awesome. of fun. You're going on a, like a kind of a work trip, mm-hmm. you know, away from home. Like you, you, you can kind of yeah pretend to be a different person. Yes, yeah. go to no, a hotel bar and be you know. This is actually how you put a positive spin for yourself on Miami. <laughs> You're gonna do like some sort of role playing <laughs> vacation. Yeah, I can pretend to be like I'm a traveling salesman from St. Louis. <laughs> Yeah, and, uh, you're an undercover agent who has to pretend to be a traveling salesman. Yeah, <laughs> that's now, cool. I know that to the average listener, it sounds like I'm an asshole for complaining about going to Miami during the midst of extreme winter cold. But that's uh, not my vibe. I think that's w- fine. You know, well, there's a thing like the weather will be nice, the beach will be nice, the food. You know, Cuban girl, the girls, the girls. Oh, Michael. Yeah, Keys. now I know why you're. Yeah. Don't forget that whole strip by Miami Beach has the uh, Art Deco buildings. You know, you got hot pinks, hot like oranges, sunsets. I also read, but Mm -hmm. it is a club land nonstop party vibe, and that's what you're talking about. Pitbull, yeah, Miami Sound Machine. Uh, That's not really your vibe. I also read that their new mayor is trying to make it the crypto capital of the world. (laughs) So that's of interest to you. A bunch of crypto vending machines at the clubs. Maybe. You know what I'm thinking? (laughs) To buy a condom, you have to spend uh, (laughs) 0.001 Bitcoin. Excuse me, sir. The machine ate my crypto. (laughs) Uh, Maybe. Who knows? Maybe I'm just coming up with this plan off the cuff. Maybe I'll go for a swim. Swim out a bit further, or maybe I'll swim and I'll defect to Cuba. <laughs> That'd be great. Well, they, but you know what? I heard the food's yeah. not good. Well, oh, but Chris. then you're in. No, I heard that from really? like tourists that who oh, go to like you know people yeah. like resorts. Don't go to Cuba. The food's not good. <laughs> yeah, that's some old, old school American propaganda, embargo era propaganda. Everyone, it has a ninety nine percent literacy rate and amazing uh, medical facilities. But the you, the you doctors are superhumans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you can't get uh, sriracha sauce there. <laughs> no ketchup. <laughs> Mike, you know what would be a fun thing for you to do while you're there? Yeah. Have you ever seen those those things where you can get a little um, cutout 
of the Playboy Bunny, okay? Ooh. And then you tape it to your, say, stomach. Okay. Or sort of, you know, hip. And you get a tan while you're in Miami. Oh, my God. And you leave the little Playboy yes. rabbit yes. thing on your body. And then when you get home, you peel it off and you've got kind of like a little... Yeah. You know, and I can walk around the streets of Toronto in the winter with no shirt, just smugly going, notice anything new about me? Yeah, yeah. you have a little sort of Playboy. <laughs> That's an incredible pale image. Spot. <laughs> Great man idea. Found, man found dead of frostbite with Playboy bunny tan. <laughs> I love that idea. You should do a That's live. That's very creative, James. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you should do some updates, like live from Miami. There's a chance the next episode you might be recording live from Miami, or we might tape it before you go. This is your road dog, Mike. I'm on the road. I'm in Miami, Party City. Mm. I could say that kind of thing. Miami, Party City. (laughs) When I was a kid and I went on vacation and we stopped, there was a stop in Miami and on the bus to the other place we were going, there was this annoying guy in front of me and he was on the phone and he's like, hey, yeah, I'm in my jammy. He called Miami my, my jammy. jammy. To this cool. day, I hated yeah. it. I hated it. I thought he was so in his pajamas. Much. No, no, no. He's he was uh, just a fun hey, way of saying Miami. I'm in my jammy. <laughs> but is that just like a Spanish? No, accent? he wasn't Spanish. Oh, okay. He wasn't. I'm not making fun. He was of being him. a goof. He was a very white guy yeah, yeah. doing a joke. Okay, mm. my, my jammy. Yeah, but, but another he, little thing you could cute. say when you're down there. Well, if it isn't my jammy. My jammy. And they're like, sir, there's a secret room for people like you. Uh, <laughs> all the food and drinks are complimentary. <laughs> Can I get something off my chest? Yes. yes. We joked around before hitting record by uh, dancing to Come Original by 311. Mm-hmm. And even though we're having a fun chat and some good laughs, <laughs> I can't get it out of my head. Yeah, come we, Original. You gotta come Original. Yeah. We, we, um, we, t- we talked about 311 on the weekend. You and yeah. I. And so one time I was on Stop Podcasting Yourself too, and me and Dave and Graham were jo- like talking, reminiscing about 311 and joke singing. Uh, what's that one that I like so damn oh, much? Uh, yeah. So anyways. <laughs> and that, that's the singer was Ziggy Marley, right? In uh, 311. That's Ziggy Marley. It was the singer. It, or one the of the singer, Marley children? like Marley or not, the singer sounds like his name should be Ziggy. <laughs> <laughs> it was Ziggy from the comic strip. Ziggy, Ziggy Pop. Yeah. So then we went off on that or whatever. But then we shared a video on our. We have a boys group on Instagram as well. Boys, boys to men. A, B, C, B, B, D, the East Coast family. Though, but we shared that video. Like, did I share it with you or did you share it with me? With the you shared it with me. Yeah. So then I shared it to with Dave and okay. Shout out, but also like, what the hell, Dave? Shout out to Dave Shumka and Graham Clark. Go on. Then I shared it to them too as a reminiscence of that episode when we were all singing that song. Yep. And all Dave wrote back was like, "Ew, they're wearing shorts on stage." What a little curmudgeon oh, bum, eh? He would hate Action Bronson! But he might yeah. have been joking. Because I actually thought about making the joke. Because, you know, yeah. in stand-up, it's supposedly a no-no for but stand-ups to wear I shorts I also sent that to them during the week when I was on stage in Winnipeg wearing shorts. So is Dave also alluding to seeing an image of me on the stage in Winnipeg in my bathing suit? Here are the rules. If you're Probably a comedian and you're... Uh, but I, I yeah. like to buck the shorts rule. I do. If you mm. identify as a man and you're a stand-up <laughs> comedian, here's what you have to wear on stage. 
a freshly pressed, nice tuxedo, <laughs> nice shoes, Gucci or uh, Italian, some sort of Italian house. Yep. Uh, bow tie, top hat. You have to have a cane and a carriage pulled by a white stallion, <laughs> and that's how you arrive and leave the stage. Yeah, I mean, worrying. It's not stand-ups are sort of. I mean, you know, they're not exactly the judges and professors of our world. And if you're go wearing, ahead and wear shorts. Yeah, yeah. I'm a man who identifies as a man wearing shorts. Yep. Well, uh, I can't but believe I think that ranting but, uh, lunatic wore shorts instead of a nice suit. But, but <laughs> comedians who dress very, very nice, like what you just said as well, are the ones that always come up with those bits where it's like, shit is a funny word. Because shit, it's like, shit, that's bad. But then if it's awesome, shit. But then it's like, hey, I got some shit. Hey, you want to smoke some shit? Oh, shit. <laughs> shit. This shit is shit. Is that good shit or bad shit? And the people in the audience, <laughs> my God, husband in the crowd. Good. Well, I probably totally ripping someone off. Wow, this guy's really smart, honey. This guy's really smart. He thought about a word for thirty-eight hours <laughs> in front of his notebook. And he dressed up for us. I respect that. <laughs> yeah, like like stand-up clubs are little old school dining clubs again. <laughs> that like Henny Youngman used to do. Hey, was there? <laughs> look at that. Hey, how's the roast beef? It's not like that anymore. You can fucking wear bathing suits. Was there like a local Winnipeg comedian who was like insulted that you wore shorts and was like, I wore my new, you know, Dolce Gabbana outfit? I don't think so because I've already previously known all of them and they know that I'm insane. But if they did, they didn't say it to my face. But if they did think that, yo, let me know. You know what I'm going to call out? I always thought it was a bit weird when you see Second City. The you know it's in a lot of cities I guess the sketch school mm-hmm. and they make all the performers wear kind of the black pants the tucked in <laughs> white shirt and the tie yeah. yeah why class class classy <laughs> wait where do they make them dress like that sorry well when you watch a Second City show and yeah usually lots of funny people in the show mm-hmm. but they make them wear black slacks mm-hmm. a white tucked in shirt and a tie at least the men and I think I guess the women I think they have a rule like men have to dress the way John Belushi was dressed when we found him dead. <laughs> They're like, these people are paying 58 bucks a ticket. Can you at least dress like you're going to church with your mama? <laughs> when you walk through one of the three doors on stage, the audience wants to know that you're making an effort. <laughs> when you make uh, yeah, a 30-minute fart joke about being upset because you ate some gross food... <laughs> No, I think actually Second City Comedy is very, very clever. It's very political. So I take that back, guys. And also, we have lots of friends who do it, and they're really, really, really clever. Yes. They always come up with clever... Um, Titles for the reviews. Yeah, the yeah. puns are the best. Yeah. Like, it's like, why too okay already? You know? Stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, there's going to be some sharp wit, but it's going to be funny. America's Funniest Co videos. Yes. Whoa, that's right. really good. Yeah. And, and then they do, video, yeah. they do videos. Yeah. 90711. 911, 967, 967, 911, 911. Yeah. For people not in Toronto, 967, 1111 is the pizza, pizza phone number that we got hammered into our brains growing up yeah nine six seven eleven eleven but when you but it's spread across 
Canada in the last like 20 years. Right. They have but their they, own songs. But 11 11 is always the end of their numbers, no matter the city, but it'll be like 657 or something. Hmm. I, I have a new yeah. idea for a second city <laughs> review title. You guys want to hear it? Yeah. Yes. And it references current events. Second City presents its 78th new satirical review, Crisis in the Middle Age. And it's not not Middle East, Middle Age. There's a middle-aged couple going, Honestly, (laughs) like, midlife crisis, just as intense as anything that's going on in the news right now. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, you know... What's his name? Victor Frankl, who wrote that book. Uh, he said, suffering is like a gas. No matter the size of the room, it fills up the whole room. Mm-hmm. So, Open a window. Yeah. <laughs> Open a window, you damn fools. <laughs> so, did some, Victor did, Frankl survived a concentration camp for like four years. Open a damn window. <laughs> Let your suffering blow out into the breeze, baby. I didn't know that background but <laughs> it's called Man's yeah. Search of Meaning. You know that book? Oh, yeah. Classic. 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 Classic beach read. Maybe I'll read it in Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea of you sitting on like one of those towels that looks like it's the body of a beautiful babe in a bikini. <laughs> but you're reading Victor Frankl's Man in Search of Meaning. I once read Brothers Karamazov on the beach in the summer. In oh my, in my god! In, in like Ontario, but like okay. not your uh, most likely beach read because it's so damn big. Full disclosure: I'm trying to catch up with Mike, and I'm you're reading two. You got like two classics. I'm weirdly <laughs> balancing Moby Dick and Brothers Karamazov because my brain's schizophrenic and I go through moods crazy. But I'm really like psyched about Brothers Karamazov right now. It's so fun. The 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 parts I'm reading right now, and I'm pouring through it, but. Yeah, minus seven cold chill factor in Toronto makes it perfect to read that book. I can't imagine you have reading to have nothing it to do on I read the that. fucking page. I read Crime and Punishment, Brothers Karamazov, uh, Moby Dick, like an eight hundred page Napoleon biography during lockdown because there was nothing else to do. That's amazing. And now I can't read a book in every, <laughs> now were your wrists month. a little limp from holding these heavy books? No, hugely huge, oh, like, strong. strong. Right. Yeah, I you know. They said that guy has wrists as strong as Dostoevsky. Well nerds actually need have really strong wrists. Yeah. I guess that's why. You might need a Kindle, Michael. Maybe I'm I don't know if I'm a Kindle guy. You know I'm what? A Kindler. Evan he got me one and once yeah. you go Kindle it's hard to go back. Yeah, when I have a Kindle <laughs> Once you go Kindle, you never go Bindle. You never go Bindle full of books. Especially if... Now, I'm setting the scene in my head here. You're in bed with Suze. She's trying to get some shut-eye. You want to read... Wait, can you describe what's going on in the bed, like, super thoroughly? Um... Mike what has are we his, wearing? Okay, Mike has his <laughs> socks on because he's Suze, kinky. are you listening to this one? And uh, maybe Mike has, like, one of those uh, sleeping caps on. Yes, like Ichabod Crane. Ichabod Crane, yeah. and you got a candle uh, yeah. next to you. Suze is fast asleep, probably. Um, ex- yeah, Suze has electricity on her side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike has like an old <laughs> <laughs> And she's trying to sleep, and especially she's, she's got jet lag because yeah. she's come over. Yeah. Yeah. You want to read your book. Yeah. And when you've got your light on to see, and she's being like, turn the light off, Michael. Come on. Yeah. With a Kindle, you can turn the light off because the screen lights up. Can you adjust the brightness? Yes. Right. You can even adjust the font. Mike. You have a tiny, <laughs> tiny little it's words. It's really, that's the thing. I've read for 
<laughs> an hour in my pitch dark while my wife is asleep beside me. Oh yeah, pretty so, good. And you, oh, can read, yeah. you can read anything you want. I can read <laughs> man search. Yeah, for you can see a gross cover. There's no gross cover. No, <laughs> but I can read like a really heavy, intense book, like Man Search for Meaning, uh, in like Comic Sans if I so <laughs> chose. Yeah, wow, and really big fonts. Okay. When you've gone over to stay with Suze in the UK and you're trying to sleep, you, yeah. are you ever haunted by the ghost of Jacob Marley? Yeah, but we 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 have an understanding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, tell Scrooge to hook me up. You know, I have a question. <laughs> what is Michael like to share a bed with? Because we've never done right, that and right. probably never will. Nope. This is a new segment. Yeah, what is Michael like in bed, but not sexually, <laughs> just... I can yeah. answer that. Three things. Conscientious. Yes. <laughs> respectful. Okay. And uh, last, but most certainly not least, caring. Wait, wow. The three C's? What was the middle C? Or what was the middle one? Conscientious. Respectful. Oh, CRC. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. CRC. Nice. Yeah. Um, so you're not the kind of... You, you, when you roll over, you don't tug the sheets along with you i'm not a guy your... who rolls over takes all the sheets farts and then you know pukes in the on my pillow no 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 quiet as a church mouse oh do you, uh, do you kick no not unless asked to oh oh, oh my god <laughs> yes i'm a kicker when necessary some people like being kicked <laughs> <laughs> kick me michael oh kick me with pleasure <laughs> um, do you sleep on your back or side? I start on my back, back and then wake up on my side usually. I kind of sometimes do that too. Yeah. Have you ever woken up like standing in front of the mirror while holding a bat? <laughs> 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 have you ever. I don't have night terrors like you said, James. Mm, but you last, sometimes one? when I take sleepy gummies, yeah. I have some pretty disturbing dreams. Right, you, like yeah, you were saying psychological you hear, dreams. You hear weird things. I just see. Well, weird not all things. the time, but I yeah. do sometimes. Like you know, like uh, especially half dream, half or half dream state, half still awake. Like you're not fully. Calm. Yeah, that's when like it's more bizarre. It's I game think. on. Yeah, you're, when you're half asleep, half awake. Mm-hmm. Oh, what game is on, dude? Yeah, weird sound. Or what's the last night terror? <sighs> it's been a while. <laughs> Have you had one in 2024? No. Oh, um, but you know, you had a resolution. That's right. But you know, you'll be half awake, half asleep. You're kind of asleep, but you realize your eyes are open, and I'll think I'm seeing something in the darkness of my bedroom, hiding. Like, and and then I'm like, and it's just the door of a closet or something. So we're at Sophia's store again, yeah. and I was the first one here, and it was pitch black. And were you scared? Yeah. Well, I came in and then the alarm goes off and I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I, I thought I just remembered that we haven't been here in a long time. No. So the alarm actually slipped my mind. So it went past the 30 seconds allotted time you have to ter- disable it. And so then this, it start like this screech starts shrieking. And then a guy comes on and he's like, we're sending the cops. All right. And then I'm like, no, no, no. Like he didn't say it like that, but. And then I'm friends with Sophia. She she's the owner. And oh yeah, how how long have you known her? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> describe her favorite movie. Yeah. Oh shit, I don't know that. Uh, what color of her eyes, man? <laughs> <laughs> but then I got the she. He called her and it was all good. And I turned the lights on and turned the. And then I turn around and there's a brand new mannequin here. Yeah. So I thought I saw something that scared the crap out of me. 
after all that fright coming in. Yeah. But it was something, but it was just a mannequin. But still a brand new mannequin in the corner of the room. Fucking scary, I dude. will admit, I don't know if I've admitted it. <clears throat> I would the- love to sneak into your bedroom late at night and stick a creepy mannequin in the corner. Oh, I would <laughs> And scream. so you think you're having a night terror and then something's yeah. really there. I think it's made me, sl- I mean, it's embarrassing to say, I think it's made me slightly afraid of the dark as an adult. <laughs> The, Not with you yeah. guys, but just like you, alone in the darkness, I feel like I see things. Do Why do you think your mind plays tricks on you like that? I think you know what I actually think it is. You know, a chemical is released when you fall asleep, and I jism, jizz, and also your a thing in your goes, brain. Oh no, wait, jism is released bef- right when before you, you fall asleep. Right, jizz is released when you rub your penis. R- oh, but <laughs> I when I wake up, I feel like. I'm a very slow wake up person. <laughs> and when I wake up, I feel like a hand is pressing on my face and I like yeah. takes half an hour for me to be like, I'm awake. And I, I almost wonder if I have a high release of the sleeping chemical or something. So, so when I wake up, like I don't wake up, I'm half, I'm half awake. So it's almost so I think that's like why I'm seeing things. Sleep, not uh, sl- sleep apnea. What's the one that people get where they think the witch is sitting on their chest? Oh yeah. Or the demon sitting on their Suck chest. Yeah. I've never yeah, had a witch on my chest, bus. but I would, that would be really Sleep, scary. Sleep um, paralysis, you know. I've had, I think, like a little, little bit of that over my life. Okay. Not, not in a while. Yeah, yeah. Not in but a do you while. think there's uh, um, unsolved trauma in the deep recesses of your unconscious that makes you kind of fear the dark a little bit? I guess it's pot. Um, I also started reading a book about Carl Jung. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going crazy. I in this, this winter, it's so boring. <laughs> I'd have to think about that. Not offhand, you know. I'm, uh, yes, I'm a guy who's, who goes to therapy. But do you scream full, yeah. Th- yeah. like full voice when you no. see a Be- demon? Because, because, ah! <laughs> <laughs> no, it's more like, <laughs> it's more like I because it. I, um, because my, I, I'm still asleep, my body, like, I can't move my lips fully yet. <laughs> And so at poor Ebony will be lying there asleep and she hears like... Waiting for a kiss. Because uh, I can't move my lips r- yet. So I'm just trying to scream. This Yo, doesn't happen a lot, everybody that's listening. A, that's but scary. It does happen sometimes. Anyway. Listeners, Sleeping you, habits. <laughs> Listeners, do you scream or do your lips not work for <laughs> 30 minutes when you wake up? Send us a message at... Uh, evil men pod on twitter listeners was my scream funny or scary let us know you're great at a at a sudden crazy scream i love it i do it in stand-up sometimes oh yeah i've seen that oh yeah <laughs> that sounded like my grammy <laughs> my grammy from new brunswick talks like that she goes oh christopher <laughs> boy you sound grown <laughs> wait she says boy you sound grown no you've some grown like oh. I, when i was growing up i thought you oh. were saying it almost sounded sort of caribbean like but she says you've some grown yeah it's very very maritimey is she like acadian like a bit french no it's just maritimes or i don't know we have a like mysterious background wow in some regards but you know mostly what does she think of your comedy career i don't know if she really follows it but i think she shame on her she's really she really likes me i think grandparents like their grandchildren more than their kids definitely and i watched speaking of like ingesting nonstop, all uh, like culture all dark winter i just finally watched tokyo story last night by ozu man it's a freaking called one of the best movies ever for a reason but 
I stole that line from Tokyo Story. And but I was like, I agreed with it because my mom is so nice to my daughters, but she's like still like a hard mom for me and my sister. Like she, obviously she loves us, but it's like a different thing. And, I, I and then see that. yeah, like um, yeah, it's a couple characters in Tokyo Story are like I think. Are you, grandparents like their grandchildren are, are better you ever than kind their of, own children. Are you ever kind of mad at your mom for being nice to your daughters when you when she's not mad nice to you? Like, don't be that first, nice to her. When when <laughs> when my first daughter was first born, yeah, it was crazy. She was just like, "This is my child, <laughs> and it's the best." And and like sometimes, like yeah, Amy would be like, "Mom," like when she was like you know starting to talk around two or whatever the hell it is. And my, my mom would be like, yeah? Like, like trying to jump in and intercept. And you're like, get that shit out of here. You don't know. It did, she you do did, like it didn't a, last You do like, like a basketball pick? The funny thing is, is both me and my sister have two two kids each now. So she got four grandkids in about five years. Wow. Yeah, a, a, it's pretty nuts. An embarrassment of riches. I know. We just dropped them out of a sack in front of them and they went... <laughs> it was one Christmas. No, no. But then... But... Amy, my oldest daughter, being the uh, yeah, my oldest daughter being the first one, the my mom got the learning curve through that. So the other three didn't get as glommy and like the rules weren't as fuzzy. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Like, but but yeah. So there you go. Damn. Weird, eh? Real facts. I got a family, dude. <laughs> it is crazy when my I mean I when my friends suddenly get their own families. Michael, you we both are. Childless, we're and both husks and of men, but childless husks of men. But we are absolutely ready to procreate. Yes, and our bodies are telling us our, my, our bodies ache. We talk about this. That yes, when we, you guys. When I we know, see like a family. Okay, like, we see a father. When I see a family walking in a in a park. My penis aches. <laughs> but I just want to say, yeah, it throbs right. <laughs> yeah, because you want to have a family too. <laughs> Even being yeah. with you, Chris, like both. Oh, of yeah. Us are aching right. Yeah, now. my yeah. penis is throbbing. Yeah. You can feel that eh? being around yeah. you. Yeah, well, I can tell. And also pheromones are released, guys, by like the my way. My testicles and James's testicles are going into overdrive right now. Yeah. Producing fresh yeah. Uh, sperm cells. Yeah. Bachman Turner overdrive. You can hear them gurgling. We're back to Randy Bachman. <laughs> beep, beep. And that was Omaha, Nebraska's very own 311 <laughs> from Omaha, Nebraska. Omaha, Nebraska. Damn. Um, what a little break we just had. We all ate. Mm-hmm. Uh, Healthy, too. We had salads. Chris and I shared. Uh, we, we had our own Diet Cokes. God, yeah. it was good. We shared the idea of Diet Coke. And then, Chris, you you on your phone was was like, this guy, this guy thinks he's... Um, uh, what's the actor you said? Fassbender. This guy thinks he's Michael Fassbender. Michael Fassbender over here. You ain't Michael Fassbender. And then you showed us a picture of Michael Fassbender's dick. It's yeah, it's luscious. That actually annoyed me. I'm sorry. No, you and didn't. He's... The size of it did. No, it's like it, it, it's yeah. annoying. Like how the show Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous could be annoying. Yes. Like, all right. Yeah. To have a dick that big, you gotta have connections and you know a whole family pedigree behind you. Nepotism. Yeah, yeah. you're not getting a dick yeah. that big without serious yeah. nepotism. And then, <laughs> and then I said, "Nepo baby." 
Because Barry Keegan, another Irish actor, at the end of Saltburn, you realize, whoa, not only does he have a weird face, but he's got a weirdly large penis. Then you've got actors like Willem Dafoe, American, famous for having a huge penis. And I thought to myself, Canada needs an actor with a famously big penis. Hmm. We don't know who it is yet. So if you know any actors in Canada that are famous for having a huge penis, let us know. Nathan Fielder. Really? Well, I don't know, but maybe. It's probably. I mean, look at... He's got huge balls watching his shows. <laughs> Not according to the curse, though. Oh, oh right. right That's his real yeah. penis in the curse, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Yeah. Scratch that. Well, um, Donald Sutherland? <laughs> Dongle Actually, Sutherland? joking aside, couldn't you imagine Donald mm-hmm. Sutherland pulling down his underwear and you go, holy <laughs> shit, dude. He just has a vibe of a huge, huge And dick. his dickhead looks like <laughs> Kiefer's face. <laughs> Imagine him pulling down his <laughs> yeah, on his back with his legs. Welcome up. back to Canada's top podcast, Evil Men. We're talking about imagining pulling down Donald Sutherland's underwear and going, holy shit, man. Maybe the well, chef turned actor, Maddie Matheson. No, little dick vibe. Sorry, I'm sure he's a nice guy, but well, I, and I have no knowledge. It's just the the feeling I have is small. Okay. I fair, don't know why. Yeah, enough, it might be enough. his higher voice. I think we established this when the like in a bunch of episodes over the years, but especially near the beginning, <laughs> we're all pretty confident we have the average size penis, right? I mean, yeah, I w- that's that's my feel. Yeah, that's my feel. Nothing too. crazy. Nothing Fastbender, unfortunately. Yeah. Fastbender and Barry no. Keoghan, yeah. Keegan, they have like handles, like teapot handles, or like big, like big handles on the side of their dick. No, like the dick, like <laughs> looks like a handle to like a, an industrial fridge. <laughs> <laughs> and on top of that, uh, Barry's um, dick. <laughs> And him, yeah. Speaking of Saltburn, get to dance around like an incredibly yeah. gorgeous manner. Yeah, that what, Saltburn was filmed in. Yeah, what about, remember that movie Red Rocket, which was really good. That was prosthetic. Oh, thank God! I'm pretty sure because uh, the guy, anyway, the guy I love in the movie, that movie. Sean Baker, that director, is amazing. A, I loved it too. And and they play Bye 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 by In Sync while he's running and his dick is flying yeah. everywhere. It was really funny. I think he. I don't know if I've got for sure, but I think like. Reading about the movie, I think... What's that actor's name? Uh, Forget. Oh, my God. Simon Rex. Mm. I think he hinted that it was, you know... I think dicks on film are having a moment. Absolutely. They should uh, re-edit classic films to insert <laughs> scenes with penises. God, like, Mike, well, your um, brain is... Your comedy brain yeah. is lightning quick. Harvey. I'm just pictured like... Harvey <laughs> with Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. yeah. That's a six-foot-tall white rabbit. <laughs> yeah, look, look at, at my dick, my rabbit. <laughs> yeah, sorry, I stole it from you. rabbit. <laughs> Well, 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 look at my dick, Robert. <laughs> yeah. Robert, six foot tall, white rabbit has a huge cock. Yeah, I would love the like Maltese Falcon and and Sam Spade is like yes. talking to Sidney Greenstreet there, the big yeah. guy, and he's and then Sidney's like uh, <clears throat> uh, and makes him look down at his pants, and Humphrey Bogart's yeah. huge dick is hanging out of his <laughs> pants by accident. What about what about Star Wars, Chewie? Oh. oh. Yeah. Chewie shows his dick. Oh Yoda shows his dick. Yeah, yeah. Even C-3PO has a little... A little <laughs> All <thing>. of them <laughs> showing their dick in little Yoda's hut. <laughs> it's, it's, um, R2-D2 has just like a little uh, tube that comes out. It's 
An X-wing fighter flies by and it's got a human dick <laughs> hanging down by the bottom of the wings, <laughs> the under the wings. <laughs> All the spaceships just have human dicks popping around on them while they fly through space. <laughs> See, every movie could be improved. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. And he's got his <laughs> dick hanging out of his pants and he's just jacking off. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Do we really? Oh, have... Twister. Twister. You could see Bill Paxton's dick got cut up in the Twister. Yeah, yeah you're well, right. We don't have to go that ouch. old. We don't have to go that yeah. old because it is a new thing. What so some the... of our favorites from the 90s. How about this? Jurassic Park. They replaced the scene where da-na, the puddle of water da-na. starts shaking. Where, um, who's, the, who's the, the main? Sam Neill. Sam Neill. He's naked, just lying down. And his penis is on a table, mm. and you hear like, Poof, and oh, you see it start to jiggle. <laughs> ah, 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 you can tell the T Rex is coming by Samuel's dick jiggling. You know, it'd be an incredible movie to watch if the two main characters were naked the whole times with huge dicks bobbing around. No, what? Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> <laughs> Just two oh, yeah. fucking idiot naked men. Oh wow! <clears throat> oh, two thumbs up. Absolutely. One dick up. <laughs> Two dicks up. Richard mm-hmm. Siskel and Ebert. Yes. R.I.P. Well, I guess we should mention that we have a Patreon account. And if that convo didn't pique your interest, something's wrong with you. I hope that convo didn't de-pique some of our Patreon <laughs> subscribers <laughs> oh, already. They've all unsubscribed. <laughs> oh, crap. Uh, Sorry. Check it, check it out, though. Patreon.com slash evilmen. If you sign up, you get two bonus episodes a month. And you can go on our Discord. And actually, Mike, <clears throat> someone on the Discord recently suggested we do a Cosmo couples quiz next bonus oh, yeah. episode. And Lisa, our listener, sent in some questions uh, f- for me. So next Let's bonus episode, it. Cosmo couples quiz. Exciting. And Let's probably a little steamy. Ooh. Might be. Steamy weenies. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. <laughs> Mr. James Hartnett, the people of Canada have a complaint to make against you because you're keeping them in unbearable anticipation of who this week's evil men subject is. Well, Mike, good news, I can tell you. It's Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Sports men. This That's is amazing. Right. Well, I th- uh, someone re- they were both Green Bay Packers. Exactly. And actually... Brett Favre was the quarterback from 92 to 07, and then Aaron Rodgers was the quarterback for the team from 08 to 22. So it's like 30 years of these two guys. So imagine Brett Brett Favre showed his dick in There's Something About Mary. I think it's so funny. One of these guys did show his dick, FYI. Let's go! We're going to hear about it soon. If my mom's listening, she will, I know in her mind, be wanting to correct us and and be going, his name is Brett Favre. (laughs) I I know. know. What What is that? Because the know. Americans cannot Do conceive French. of pronouncing a French word or a foreign word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It d- makes no sense. Farve. Yeah. <laughs> but it's F-A-V. You know what a crescent is? Croissant. Croissant, motherfuckers. Or LaCroix. They say LaCroix. Yeah. That, yeah. to me, is hard to understand. Yeah. But Brett Favre's name is spelled F-A-V-R-E. Even in French, that doesn't... Like, Favre. Mm-hmm. Favre. I, I don't Favre. know what's going they on. They can't say Favre. That's true. 
Yeah. Um, someone on the Discord suggested mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, and I thought that was a fun idea. But honestly, it's a little light, so that's why I added in Brett Favre. Right. I love it. I love this kind of switching it up. Yeah. So should we start with Mr. Favre, since he played for the Packers first? Let's enter the Favre zone. (laughs) Y'all ready for those? Brett Favre was born in Mississippi in 1969. No uh, evidence that his parents 69 to create him, but (laughs) that was the year he was born. Right. He attended Southern Miss College and uh, played quarterback there. Was that the year when Charles Manson's disciples stabbed everybody? I think it, that was sixty-seven. It was. No, that was sixty-nine. Yeah, yeah, sixty-eight hmm. or sixty-nine. Yeah, cool. Yeah. Hmm. Um, you know, he was obviously a really good quarterback. He nineteen ninety-one. He gets drafted by the F- Atlanta Falcons. He's a backup there. In nineteen sixty-nine. <clears throat> In nineteen ninety-one. <laughs> and uh, he gets traded to the Packers, where he became their starting quarterback. I won't give too much information about his career, really, because it's nothing that crazy. But he was a great player um, when he was playing with the Packers. He won three MVP awards and made two Super Bowls, winning one. That's amazing. And this is during the height of grunge, we have to remind yeah. the audience. Right? I, he, I want to say he won the Super Bowl in 95, 96, so okay. maybe... You know, all right. Alternative, yeah. Alternative, alternative, and then yeah, new metal is coming around <laughs> oh, the corner. But these Green Bay Packers fans are the cheeseheads, right? Exactly. Nice. You ever seen that, Michael? The, is that because Wisconsin's the dairy state? Yes. Yeah. yeah, and that's what they're packing into their butts. They're packing cheese. <laughs> um, to put into context how good a player Brett Favre was considered, uh, the website The Athletic ranked him as the 22nd best NFL player of all time. Wow. Imagine being the 22nd best anything. It is pretty wild. Um, He was very famous. Um, Do either of you remember a cameo he made in a certain movie called There's Something About Mary? Oh. Yeah. Right? Remember the thing with, uh, remember the thing with Ben Stiller's jizz? Brett Favre played the jizz. <laughs> Just kidding. And also, well, they use Brett Favre's, Favre's jizz for Ben Stiller's jizz. But also, Ben Stiller's right. character um, is makes a joke about trying to pronounce, pronounce his name. last name. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't even remember what he did in the movie. He just dropped in. He was who Mary was dating. So all these nerd guys who are after her were like, "Oh shit! Oh mm. shit!" It was Ben Stiller who wanted her. It was Kevin Dillon. Jonathan Richmond. Jonathan the, the Richmond. Lead, the singer? <laughs> well, him and his drummer friend were playing in the... Remember? Oh, shit. I didn't even realize that was him. Yeah. Ebony and I went to see him, and I didn't know a lot about him, and I cannot believe that's the same guy. I just yeah. didn't think about that. And the British comedian, what's his name? Tony something or something? He was... Another guy that was obsessed with her. Chris Elliott was obsessed with her. Right. All these great comedians were obsessed with her in the movie. Cameron Diaz. There's something about her. These guys are a bit shallow. Yes, she's beautiful, but do you really have a connection mm-hmm. emotionally? Right. I doubt it. Um, so Favre <clears throat> played in a crazy kind of way. He was very much a, like, let's go for it. Even though it... The, you know, the stats wouldn't say to go for it. I'm going to follow my gut and be risky. It you know? shouldn't make sense, 
but it does. Exactly. He was referred to as the gunslinger. That was like the the, the title of his biography, gunslinger. That's awesome. Um, but he does hold the NFL's all-time interception record because he was a damn gunslinger. He's chucking okay. it this way and that, and it has its downside, too. Um, I read this article by Will Leach that said, because of this sort of risky, let's go for it style, and NFL announcers really talked about Favre like he's this cowboy dude who's trusting his gut, like George W. or something. And, and you know, Favre kind of really leaned into this character like, I'm just a, you know, a country boy who follows his gut and, you know, this kind of <laughs> stupid stuff. He like yeah. believed it. This, he kind of leaned into this. The book, I don't, I'm not going to read that book. Be, I'm going to read my gut. Does that mean? Does that make? Does I, I don't do need to read a book. Yeah. I can read my gut. Yeah, there. Thank you, James. You, that's better. So that must be. It's just, I'm painting the picture in my mind of this guy. Scary. Mm. He's a cowboy, mm. but also an NFL player. <laughs> yes, yes. I know. This is Mike's worst nightmare. <laughs> he also later on became very MAGA. I believe he no. appeared on really Donald Trump Jr.'s podcast called triggered <laughs> but i thought he was born in 1969 the most liberal year of all history of america how many podcasts are on the all right called like triggered or triggering or tri- i think joe rogan had a yeah. special called triggered yeah trigonometry did i trigger you <laughs> yes um, so i think the f- like a mild reason people found him annoying uh was he kept retiring and then unretiring so in 2006, the Packers are in a tough spot. Brett Favre keeps saying like, yeah, maybe I'll retire. <laughs> and he's not really as good anymore. So the Packers are like, actually, we want you to retire because we have Aaron Rodgers as backup now and we don't want to lose him. We want to transition to Aaron Rodgers. So they're kind of like, okay, you're the legend. Like we respect you. We're not going to push you out the door, but just make up your mind. If you retire, that'd be great. So... <laughs> <clears throat> Favre announces after that 06 season that this is my last season. Okay, you know, great. Everyone's happy. Um, sorry, he announced that 2006 would be his last season. So everyone's right. like, okay, great. But then he changed his mind and came back in 07. Oh. Okay. So now the sounds Packers... Sounds like an... Uh, yeah, sounds like Brady. Yes. We should watch 80 for Brady, that movie he produced. I don't even. What is? What does He's he do? He's made a movie about these older ladies, including Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. Oh yeah, who are like yeah. obsessed with him. <laughs> and do they all? Oh, 80, 80 for, Brady. for Brady. Yeah. So yeah, Favre is like, okay, this is my last season. Oh, never mind, I'm coming back. And then after that season, the Packers are like, okay, just let us know by March what you're going to do, so we can make a plan here. And in March, he Favre does this sort of emotional press conference he's crying and he's like i'm retiring but i still could play i'd still be really good but no i'm retiring like very kind of uh, look at me kind of thing right (laughs) and and uh he's like openly crying the packers are like okay great moving on three months later brett Favre goes on fox news and says actually i do want to keep playing and so was this, this whole is after the 2007 season. Now? After he's already re- retired, yeah, said yeah. he's going to retire once. Yeah, there you go. He goes on Fox News and says, "I want to keep playing." Actually, 
this whole whole awkward thing plays out, and the Packers offer him. So he's just bleeding their money and not giving them anything. The Packers offered him twenty million as a marketing deal, which was basically like, "Would well, you take twenty million to stay retired and stop doing this?" <laughs> right. But in the end, he didn't, and they traded him to the Jets. Um, okay. And he kind of played there for a year, then retired again. So he's then, draining the Jets like money. He must have so many gold watches. Yeah, and then he retired, and he came back again. Wow. Unretired again. To How play old f- would he have been at this pushing forty? Right. Okay. Oh, some men, some men older. Some men die after they retire, and because they their life loses a purpose. And I think he was really afraid of that. Oh my God, you're so right. Um, as men, our worth is our jobs. We're told that's the thing. But there's yes. more to us. But that's why it is so important to go to a men's group. Yeah, where <laughs> let us support you and love you and be there for you when you fall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not just here to play football for you all the time. There's no. more to us. Exactly. But when we're not playing football, we're scared. <laughs> yes, and we we cry. Um. Anyway, so he plays two years for the Vikings. Um, and then retires for real. So he had three kind of very public sort of dramatic retirements, and you can kind of see like kind of a self-indulgent guy. Uh, he earned $140 million over his career. So let's get to the controversies. Um, <clears throat> the first big one was in 2010 when he played for the Jets, and Deadspin reported that it had lewd voicemails and a dick pic that Favre had sent a sideline reporter named Jen Sturger. Sturger. And uh, Deadspin wrote, quote, In fact, Sturger claims that in one of the photos Favre allegedly sent her, he's masturbating while wearing a pair of Crocs. (laughs) Oh, well, what's wrong with that? Women love that look, famously. Yeah, no clothes, erection, Crocs. Crocs. And you're semi-retired also? Yes. Mm. Yeah. Uh, in another photo, Favre is holding his penis while wearing the wristwatch he wore during his retirement press conference. <laughs> was he still crying? <laughs> 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 he goes right from that press conference to a jack-off video. <laughs> oh, this is so sad. Oh, might as well I, jerk off. I'm just an old-fashioned small-town gunslinger. And if you'll excuse me, I've got a video to make. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> An old-fashioned video to make, doing the most old-fashioned thing you can do. <laughs> Sling a gun. <laughs> Sling a jizz. He was a married father of two at the time, during all this, by the way. And the woman he sent these videos to and voicemails to didn't ask for them. Like mm. She just worked with the team. Right? Yeah, she's like, And he like, um, got her number. I did not ask for this. Yeah, and he was just a big creep to someone he didn't even know. Mm. He denied it. And then later admitted, okay, I did send the voicemails, but I did not send the dick pic. <laughs> like, whatever. I'm pretty sure he did mm-hmm. send the dick pic, I think. Yeah. I don't want to get sued. Maybe he didn't. I don't know. But this was like a big distraction for the team. And also, it caused a lot of distress for the woman because she, she, it's not like she had some flirty relationship with him. She just was doing her job and she's attractive. And he was like, oh, let me send her some dick pics of me and Crocs. So, yeah. whatever. That's not... Yeah. She called him a creepy douche. Well, then that sounds like punishment fits the crime. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. No. But, but sounds uh, like a creepy douche, yeah. Yeah, so a bit of a creepy right. poo head. So, uh, Favre's next controversy uh, is that... 
believe it or not, he was a key figure in the largest public fraud case in Mississippi history. No. What? Yes. I purposely didn't read up to be surprised, and I'm mm. surprised. I bet you didn't have that on your Brett Favre bingo card. <laughs> yeah. Um, so well, I like that we're going to Mississippi now. I know. Well, that's where he's from. Okay, so I'm on. I'm going through the bayou. Yeah, is the bayou in Mississippi too, or is that just like Louisiana? Louisiana? Damn! Yeah. But can I get to the bayou? Private? But the Mississippi River? You go to no. Mississippi? Excuse me. Do you know how to get to the bayou? <laughs> <laughs> God in the country. Um, so what was the the damn fraud? Well, Mike, um, there is a it's a it's slightly uh boring uh to set up exactly what happened, but the broad strokes were there is a fund called TANF. And <laughs> That fund is supposed to be used to give money to poor families. Mm. Uh, and, you know, Mississippi, I believe it is the poorest state, if not right. certainly one of the most poor. Um, <clears throat> basically, someone in government used this fund with money in it intended to help people who need financial aid. Mm-hmm. And they basically used it to give kickbacks to other politicians and friends and also hook up Brett Favre, who made $140 million playing football. <laughs> Brett Favre, from this fund, was paid $1.1 million for speaking appearances he did not do. Oh, I want that. Me too. And also, Favre... I want $1 million for speaking appearances I do do. <laughs> uh, also, Favre tried to get $5 million from this fund put toward a volleyball facility at the co- the college his daughter went to, that he used to go to. So um, he wouldn't do it for his daughter out of his own money. Yeah, exactly. But this money meant to like feed starving people. It's like when like, you give someone that. a gift certificate for Christmas that someone else gave you for like doing a job. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never done that, but... Um, and by the way, so as we mentioned, Mississippi, a, a very uh, poor state, I guess. While this was, was going on, the city of Jackson, Mississippi, lost usable water for a month and a half just to show they could use money for help right. for right. people there. But, right. but his daughter needed volleyball, though. His daughter needed a $5 million volleyball court. Wow. They're, yeah, they're expensive. Like A good volleyball court's expensive, so like... Yeah. I the people of Mississippi like can't chill out on drinking water for a bit. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, there's such a thing as Evian. Yeah, Evian or Perrier, Perrier. if you like bubbles, which I do. Well, in the words yeah. of Christ, he said, "If you see a poor person, mm. don't give them food to eat. Yeah, don't give them clothing to wear. Don't give them shelter. Take them to a volleyball game. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely." Christ said, "Hold on." Do you mind if my daughter gets a ball- volleyball court? <laughs> <laughs> I believe he also said it is more likely for a camel to pass through the eye of a needle than to to play volleyball without a half-decent court. Yes. And if you do that, you're not doing it right. Yes. Yeah. Christ also was known to be able to magically turn water into dirty water that you couldn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Depending on how he felt. 
yeah. about your state. So Brett obviously denied, like, I didn't know that's where the money was from. So he didn't go to jail or anything, mm. but certainly dubious. Right. And, um, yeah, pretty was, terrible. There was, like, a huge FBI investigation. Like, this <laughs> was a, guys are this always was a so huge, selfish, man. Huge scandal, obviously. I mean, you're called a star forever, and, like, yeah. you're so selfish. Volleyball. <laughs> I fucking hate this shit. Was he... Like one of those football players who was like just bonked on the head a zillion times and went kind of dumb, um, dumber than originally. It's certainly possible, right? Um, but yeah, he and these other guys were literally, quite literally, stealing from the poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the perfect heist. Two years. <laughs> the perfect heist. Yeah, that's so funny. Two years ago, Brett Favre's biographer tweeted. Mm-hmm. Quote, I wrote a biography of the man that was largely glowing. Football heroics, overcoming obstacles, practical joker, etc. Yes, it included his grossness, addictions, treatment of women, but it was fairly mm. positive. And looking at it now, if I'm being brutally honest, I'd advise people not to read it. He's a bad guy. He doesn't deserve <laughs> the icon treatment. He doesn't deserve a claim. His treatment of Jen Sturger was inexcusable. And now taking money that was designated to help poor people in his state and funneling funneling it to build bracket checks notes a fucking volleyball <laughs> arena is so grotesque so monstrous i don't know how someone like that looks in the mirror i yeah. liked it up until he used the checks notes thing and now i'm like fuck this guy Farm's <laughs> good you know checks what notes is hilarious when i c- copy that on this page i i Literally highlighted check checks notes to delete, and yeah. then I'm like, no, I'm leaving no. this in because yeah, we've we've talked about how it's a class, it's overdone. Yeah. It's so you're seriously telling me that COVID checks notes is still going on? Really? Okay. <laughs> well, I still have one more football. A guy. second quarterback. Blue forty two. Hot, hot, hot. Suck my dick. <laughs> Aaron, did you just tell us to suck your dick? No, it's a play. I'm calling a play. Oh, sorry. I would never. So, Why? Did you want to? <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers was born in 1983 in California. California love. And this is just, um, to be clear, this is a different Mr. Rogers than the beloved children's entertainer because his name was Fred Rogers, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you for asking that. No, yeah. yeah. If anyone was confused at home, completely different person. Okay. Um, I have to burp, excuse me. So I think he was born <laughs> when Return of the Jedi came out. That's right. Uh, Aaron played for the University of California. He was drafted by the Packers in 2005. And as we mentioned already, uh, he's backing up Brett Favre. And it's kind of, you know, the team's biding their time. Okay, we'll move Favre out the door, get Aaron Rodgers in there. And uh, in 2008, he became their starting quarterback. And yeah, he played for them right up until 2022. Uh, like Brett Favre before him, Aaron Rodgers is a all-timer quarterback. He's won four MVP awards. He won a Super Bowl. And remember that list that had Brett Favre as the 22nd best player ever? Yes, on yeah. that list, Aaron Rodgers, 21st. Oh, Whoa, shit. It's he, good we're ending with him. Just not not even chronological-wise, but has become on the a list. Student. Master, master and student. That's right. Master and servant, Let's S&M. Master and star no, has become student. Though. That's totally <laughs> like when uh, Ralph Macchio became better 
than Mr. Mr. Miyagi yeah. at Let's karate. Let's play Father <laughs> Rogers. Let's play Master and Servant. And Brett, <laughs> Brett Favre's in S&M gear. Yeah. <laughs> Treat me like a dog. <laughs> um, so Aaron Rodgers. I, I think he was even a bigger off-the-field celebrity than Brett Favre, probably by quite a degree. In uh, 2015... Do you remember Aaron Rodgers? Mike, you're a big Jeopardy guy. Aaron Rodgers was a contestant on Celebrity Jeopardy. He certainly was, and that wasn't the last time he appeared on Jeopardy at all. That's right. And yeah. and when he was a, when he was a contestant, he beat he destroyed Kevin O'Leary, which yes. was honestly pretty fun at the time. Mr. To wonderful. See he ended Mr. With the, in the Moron. negatives. Yeah, Mr. yeah, Mister Stupid Dipshit. And uh, hey, he's good with money. Aaron Rodgers also <laughs> defeated U.S. Senator Mark Kelly. Um, Damn, dude. And it, Mike, as you say, in but 21... Kev- but Kevin O'Leary defeated the justice system. Uh, or at least he was found not guilty in the... Did we do him ...mysterious yet? death of a person on, 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 who was killed by a boat that he owned. I think the boat did it. The boat must have done it. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't him or his wife. It was the boat. Yes. But He's a good guitar could, player, though, Kevin O'Leary. So we can't yeah. do an episode on him. I definitely I think we should. Yeah. Oh, okay. No, I thought the guitar playing would even it out. Mm. <laughs> Um, and Mike, as you say, for two weeks in 21, Aaron Rodgers was a guest host of Jeopardy. He certainly was, and he was, he was good. And I think he surprised a lot of people because the average uh, person might think a football star, a quarterback, yep. you know, like someone like Mr. Favre. Yep. Not, not, not a lot going on upstairs, but Mr. Aaron Rodgers. Uh, Genius. He, he knows a lot. No, yeah. You know what? The truth is, <laughs> basically up until COVID, Aaron Rodgers, I would say, had a pretty good reputation. He seemed like yeah. a thoughtful, interesting... Guy, and which is rare, honestly, for yeah. a professional athlete, kind of, and um, especially like you know quarterbacks in America. It's like there's this idea, this stupid <laughs> idea that they're, they're like this all-American white guy doesn't say anything. Yeah, uh, and you know, here's Brett Far or here's Aaron Rodgers is kind of interesting. I remember on Jeopardy, yeah, he was talking about how you know he's interested in anthropology and going to <laughs> Egypt and stuff, and you're like, That's that so is cool. not very. Uh, it's unusual for a famous professional athlete. Yeah. Did you know Aaron Rodgers made a bunch of cameo appearances on television, including Key and Peele, Whoa. The Office, wow. and Game of Thrones? GOT. Wait. Wow. When, when in Game of Thrones? He, I don't remember. He played the only anti-vax Dothraki warrior. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he he had a tiny cameo in in the last season. He just was like a soldier in the background or something. He just right. wanted to do it because he loves uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, too bad. Did he watch the last season? He did. And there, I'm not kidding. There's a really funny clip of him talking about how disappointed he was in the end. Yeah. And he, I mean, it is kind of funny. He's breaking it down like, he, you know, he's like, uh, I think those writers, they got, they, asked to, they got asked to direct, you know, do Star Wars. So they... They they uh, didn't spend enough time on this. Doesn't make sense. Why? Uh, and he he has this like two minute diatribe of like it makes no sense that um, who ended up uh, being the the king the boy the boy who's in a wheelchair right spoiler yeah. alert sorry okay. and he he broke it's down how Bran he Bran. broke down how it made no sense that Bran uh, you know uh, became all the, the people the you liked just were like easily the winners yeah yeah um, but anyway that is actually a pretty funny clip and they you really sold out. Um, Speaking of Dothraki, what was that girl's name? Daenerys. Daenerys. They really sold her character. Yeah, because out. it should have been shouldn't it have been Daenerys and Jon Snow. Those are the two we love. And yeah. Then 
their aunt and nephew and they have sex, which is weird. And then he fucking kills her or something. Yeah. He, and she, she turned bad. And, and then it's a, like, no. her dragon blow torches yeah. the throne. That was bullshit. Well, did he get to appear? But it was really like George R.R. R. Martin's source material ran out. Yeah. And then they rushed the ending. Yes. They fucked it up. That's what happened. Too. It actually is annoying. They had some yeah. scenes where like main it's characters very were like calling George R.R. R. Martin saying, like, <laughs> have you written the next chapter yet? Mike. They did. They were actually bo- hounding him since the show started. And <laughs> yeah. I think that's why he couldn't do it. He, I mean, when the show started, he was like, don't worry, I'm going to get the books done. And that was like 15 years ago. And he still hasn't written, I don't think, one of the last two yeah. he has to do. And he said it's going to be different, though. But it's like, too late, pal. You, you, the legacy is kind of messed up. Yeah. It is too late, bad pal. they screwed it up. So Aaron <laughs> Rodgers... Oh, by the way, Mike, sorry, just speaking of Game of Thrones, did you know that there is a scene in the last rushed season where one of the characters has a fucking Starbucks cup? <laughs> no, there's a Starbucks <laughs> cup on a table. Really? Literally, it says Starbucks. That is historically inaccurate. Yeah. Historically. <laughs> <laughs> Westeros did not have Starbucks at that time. Um <laughs> <laughs> they also had an episode that was too dark. Remember well, that? do you remember that episode? And it was like, what is wrong with you? That you can't, <laughs> too dark? Yeah, you can't see anything. Well, do you remember that episode of The Mandalorian when him and Groku fly through an A&W drive-thru? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, boy. Um, so Aaron has <laughs> d- dated a number of famous lady celebrities. Ooh. Damn, let's get into it. I like ladies better than football, I think. Me, yeah. Yeah, uh, me, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say me too. And me, yeah. Me, yeah. Um, I just texted a, uh, a lady that I don't even know. Me, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brett it's Farber kind of a style. male version of meow. Yeah, me, yeah. Who the hell was he smooching, James? Olivia Munn. Mm-hmm. Olivia Munn. Mm-hmm. Munn. Danica Patrick? Is Olivia Munn... Danica Patrick. No, she's not the one that got into the stuff with Jason Sudeikis. That's a different one. No, right? that's Olivia Wilde. Okay, thank you, thank you. So, Munn? <clears throat> yep, Danica Patrick. Patrick. And Shailene Woodley. Do you no, know her? She's a, know. An, act, an actor. And, Shailene. And now he's dating Taylor Swift. No. <laughs> that's a different... That's um, Gronk. <laughs> No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Imagine Taylor Swift was dating Gronk. Dick Butkus. <laughs> she's dating Refrigerator Perry. Whoever she's dating, I bet she's done a Dick Butkus. <laughs> Cut that out, Mike. Mike. <laughs> you say it too now. No, but honestly, Gronk aside, Florence Puh. Yeah. Did he date Florence Puh? Not to my knowledge. It's actually, this is how you pronounce her last name. Florence Puh. <laughs> Any more? No, those are the only ones I have. Oh, wow. oh that's not crazy. No. Uh, one interesting thing, though, his brother was on The Bachelor, or The Bachelorette, and he's like estranged from his family, and people are always like, why is he estranged from his whole family? It's kind of odd, you know? Um, well, I, I shouldn't say the odd, brother but or, notable. Or Aaron? Aaron Rogers is estranged from his whole family. It's because oh. he's a genius, dude. Well. Geniuses are hard to take. You know what? Look at our friends that are geniuses. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Well, it's it's funny you say that because like like I said, up until now, Aaron yeah. Rodgers is viewed as this kind of refreshing, almost, I guess, intellectual yeah. athlete, I, renaissance. That's man. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, imagine being able to brag about everything. At some point, I I, I think he, he started drifting into this area where people started finding him a bit tiring, a bit Joe Rogany. Dude, this mm. is what I'm saying. He's coming across a bit like. 
you know, I'm evolved. I'm a real thinker, and nobody else is. Like he's he's got I'm this, the next in the human evolution yeah. chain. He started talking about the benefits of psychedelics, including ayahuasca. Dude, he went to like the Amazonian jungle to do ayahuasca, yeah. and then he came back and he's like, "This season is going to be extra awesome." <laughs> It's true. I know. I saw the interviews. It was the best. I died and my soul went on Jeopardy. (laughs) (laughs) I lost on Jeopardy. (laughs) Baby. Baby. Uh, Aaron Rodgers said, quote, Is it not ironic that the things that actually expand your mind are illegal and the things that keep you in the lower chakras and dumb you down have been legal for centuries? I always say that about the lower chakras. (laughs) He also said, quote, it's going to be hard to cancel me because, you know, the previous year, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions. We had a good season. Ayahuasca, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions, MVP. What are you going to say? So he's kind of like, hey, look, I don't care what you think. I'm good. All those ayahuasca police won't catch me. He said, ayahuasca, you ayahuasca, we all ayahuasca. <laughs> Uh, so he's starting to get a bit up his own ass. Okay, you know? Geniuses um, always do, bro. Um, one season when he was debating if he was going to retire or not, mm. he did a four-day darkness retreat to help him decide. See, he even debates against himself. He said, quote, it stimulates D- or sorry, it simulates DMT, so there can be some hallucinations in there. Just darkness? But it's just kind of sitting in silence, which most of us never do. Except for... Well, yeah, yeah. But you still have yeah. to... The genius. Do you have to eat and go to the bathroom in the dark? How does that... It's four-day darkness. Are you just retreat. sitting in the darkness? You just hear like... <laughs> <laughs> and it drops in the toilet. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> I just... Yeah, he hallucinates that it's this giant demon creature, but it's just the sound of his own shit coming out of his own ass. <laughs> Am I hallucinating? Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do you need me to do, master? <laughs> By the end of he's worshipping his own shit. Uh, wearing shit on his head. like <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have done this if I turned the lights on. <laughs> oh, boy. It's like taking ayahuasca. <laughs> he comes out of a closet covered in shit. <laughs> I just expanded my mind, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beyond books. I've gone beyond normal knowledge. Isn't it ironic that they say living your life with the lights is smart and living in the dark is bad? <laughs> like a swarm of flies around him. His penis is literally peeing into his mouth. Uh, oh my god. Swarm of flies. These are my children. <laughs> Uh, so th- what did he decide when he was in the- uh, He came back. Uh, so the thing that obviously really turned people on Aaron Rodgers was his stance on vaccines. Uh. Another guy who got kind of weird about stuff during COVID. It did that to a lot of people. He certainly did. Wow, yeah. yeah. Um, in 2021, he was asked if he was vaccinated, and he said, yeah, I'm, in- I'm immunized. But he later revealed he hadn't actually been vaccinated. He just had COVID. So he was kind of like avoiding mm-hmm. the question in kind of a dumb way. Like yeah, you might yeah. as well just say it. Um, did he take horse tranquilizers or horse did, medicine or whatever? He did like what talk about ivermectin, ivermectin as a good yeah. thing. He said he didn't want to get vaccinated because he was allergic to some ingredients in the vaccine. 
like what gluten mm-hmm. and he was concerned it caused fertility issues i mean i guess I, mean, I, yeah. I, I kind of if you're a professional athlete and you didn't want to get vaccinated i guess i don't think that's that crazy but you're, the, you're like the fittest man ever did the nfl yeah. but it's just said, creepy when certain athletes started dropping like flies well that <laughs> is true because your fitness had no bearing on whether covid like really took a bite out of you do right? you think well, first it was like there were stories about it. Like, yeah, I guess you're right. But like, did we the NFL don't know not have what's rule? what. It's that's yeah. what sucks. We still don't know like what was definitive. Like, did, did you no, have to no, be vaccinated? I mean, like, certain leagues had yeah baseball rules, right. Baseball, yeah. you had to be vac- vaccinated. Oh no, wait, actually no. Did hockey have a? No, NHL? I don't think. No, you some did. teams didn't, or some people didn't, or Toronto had to be in America. The, it was an there, issue for the time. for the Blue Jays because yeah. you couldn't cross. Into Canada or from Canada into the states, if you weren't, if you weren't vaccinated, Americans were like, "Oh, in Canada you have to be vaccinated," but it was the exact same rule right. going back. But so all the Blue Jays had to be vaccinated, and like <laughs> sometimes when road teams would come to play Toronto, like guys would have to stay in the states because they weren't really they didn't get shots. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so when all this was boiling over, Aaron Rodgers said he he was in the crosshairs of the woke mob. <laughs> <laughs> and he said uh, he wanted to tell his side of the story before the final nail gets put in his cancel culture casket. You know when mm. you're using phrases like that, that alliteration. You're, yeah, that you're like a genius. Yeah, <laughs> covered in shit. a lot of alliteration. Cut the crosshairs um, of the woke. What world. were you gonna say? No, I cut you off. No, just when you're like the final, nailing the final coffin, the cancel coffin, or the final nail. Yeah, but that's also like, like completely like the kind of poetic. Um, middle finger that people create for a soundbite on Rogan's podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? They, like, and then the hashtag starts going and you know yeah. I mean? yeah. And you sound like, you literally sound like a villain in a comic book. It's like when uh, Elon Musk was like, there's a storm raging in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> or like, yours woke moralists. <laughs> yeah. It's blowing my uh, hair implants around. <laughs> <laughs> You're twisting my million man. <laughs> So Aaron made several false statements about COVID-19, implying that unvaccinated people were not the, the group most affected by the pandemic and that ivermectin was beneficial to people. <laughs> um, Good call. He's a genius, so. Travis Kelsey, who is Taylor Swift's BF, and I, I want to say was he voted People Magazine's sexiest man. It might have been him or his brother. But so who's dating Gronk? Probably some Selena hot chick. Gomez? Yeah. Um... You want to get bonked by Gronk? That's what he texts people. (laughs) He is a monster person, human. Like, if you see, he's like, it's insane how big Gronk is. And he is, no offense to the guy, he's dumb as a post. Yeah. Well, (laughs) some people just have the best life. Yeah. Being dumb is a gift. Trust me. I agree. Right, Mike? Don't you suffer under the weight of all your uh, heavy intelligence every day? No, I see myself as a classic everyday dumb guy, you know? Yeah, you're kind of <laughs> just skipping along, eh? <laughs> Have you ever skipped down the street? Uh, maybe when I was like six years old. You need to do it tomorrow. All right. Yeah. Skipping That's up. my diagnosis. In Man found dead weather. after smashing head on ice <laughs> from skipping down the street. Mike, can I just tell you? Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. I was doing this joke in Winnipeg, speaking of freezing and all that. Um, I I, only, I made it up last week in Winnipeg because I was going to Polo Park Mall, shout out Winnipeg, um, on like the first, second day I was there, and I almost slipped and f- like severely cracked my head on the pavement or the ice or whatever and i saved myself 
So I illustrate that aspect in the joke, uh, or it, there's the premise. And then the punchline I said was, I'm so glad I saved myself in the last minute because I could just see the headlines. This is a actually total Mike punchline, too. It's like I could just see the headlines in the news the next day. It's like, lone loser commits suicide by <laughs> smashing head on ground. <laughs> like they don't, they don't even like, they look at me and can't imagine that it was an accident. Um, so... But we had the same joke, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Travis Kelsey was down like the snowy sidewalk. Sorry, James. No, sorry, sorry James. I got distracted during your story, and I, I'm sorry. It's not where they. So Travis Kelsey, he was kind of like, I don't agree with Aaron's uh, vaccine take, and Travis had done ads for Pfizer, and oh. uh, you know Aaron Rodgers called him like Mister Pfizer, and Aaron Rodgers said mm. that Doctor Fauci was one of the biggest spreaders of misinformation during COVID. <laughs> oh, well, damn! <laughs> Screw you, Fauci. You know, the, Fauci's been around for like an extremely long time. He's old as hell. Yeah. Uh, then, of course, the Jimmy Kimmel thing happened about a week ago from when we're recording. Um, Aaron Rodgers implied on the Pat McAfee show <laughs> that Jimmy Kimmel might be on the Epstein list. And then Jimmy Kimmel threatened legal action, and it was revealed that he was not on at least that list. Did they have mm. a pre-existing beef? Yes. Does Jimmy Kimmel make jokes about him? Yes, all the time? because when Aaron mm. Rodgers kind of came out as right. vaccine skeptical, uh, Jimmy Kimmel made a joke similar to your joke about how right. he must have been bonked on the head. Mm. Yeah. And lo and behold, a couple years later, it seems yeah. like uh, Aaron had been mm-hmm. holding a, harboring a grudge. Um, so after it was revealed that on, on the list, uh, there was no Jimmy Kimmel, Rogers said, quote, I'm glad that Jimmy is not on the list. I really am. I don't think he's the P word, meaning pedophile. Yeah. I think it's impressive that a man who went to Arizona state and has 10 joke writers can read off a prompter. Mm-hmm. Damn. Oh, Hell yeah. That's a roast battle. And yeah, so Aaron has been ap- appearing on this very, very, uh, very popular sports radio show called the pat mcafee show once a week and sort of dropping all these controversial takes and i think it's up in the air now if he's sort of been fired from that or what Mm. but that's uh that's that's aaron Rodgers, really he plays for the jets as well weirdly but he um ripped his achilles in the like very first play for them this year so he basically missed the whole season but Mm -hmm. we'll see if he comes back wow interesting i didn't know travis kelsey had done ads for pfizer there must be a whole Internet conspiracy about him being yeah. involved in the, the whatever the some plot to take over the world that also now involves <clears throat> Taylor Swift. Yeah, <laughs> probably that pizza, must... pizza, pedophile, <laughs> Illuminati. Pizza, pizza, pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> well, great work telling us about these two large but troubled men. Yeah, thank you very much. It was fun. Um, you know, I'm a big sports fan, so it was fun to look yeah. that up. So there's uh, still not. Brutal. I agree. You know what? But they're shitty. When we had Alex... I don't don't even know how Aaron Rodgers is... He's not even that shitty. I don't think he's evil. He just has opinions I would disagree with. Yeah. And he's kind of a douchebag. Yeah. But, Mike... He's cocky. When you were away one week and we had Alex Wong on, he did a good thing. Because we, we, we did Alex Rodriguez and he yes. he did an evil score and then a sports evil score, like evil in the sports right. world context. So I thought we could do that for this oh, one. Oh, sure. Um, anyway. Um, oh, what's that over there, Michael? Oh, it must be the evil 
oh my god, and he's holding up a little unsolicited dick pic, <laughs> and he's wearing a shirt that says vaccines, and it has a cross through it, like a like the Ghostbusters. Like, yeah, he's not a fan of vaccines, and also. He is doing ayahuasca, and he's out of his mind. <laughs> oh, evilometer. All right. Um, well, shall I go first with our sure. scores for these two men? Yes. All right. I think Brett Favre is actually a bad guy. I'm going to say, like, a four. <laughs> yeah. And then in sports, sports evil, I think he's, like, a 9.5. So what do you mean in sports evil? Like, well, I think it's because he, like in the sp- he was draining their their funds by being shitty and not retiring. Is that what you're you're saying? For Aaron, yeah, well, he was gross to a woman and he oh, right. stole money from related. poor people. Right, right. Sorry, guess, that was sports related. Like, yeah, like volleyball counts. I guess it's like what kind of sports villain? We don't have to do the sports evil thing, but it's just yeah, in the context. I think of, in this one, it's not as bad. It was hard with a Rod because. A-Rod's evil was sports-related. Okay. Well, we can drop that. We right? Because we evil. gave him a light... Cause, so mm. we gave him a light rating, if I remember, mm. because on a world level, he wasn't really evil. But, but he's a classic sports villain. Yeah. Sport, yeah. That, so that's a... I see what you're saying. So. Well, let's just do evil then. Is that not as... Yeah. I would, I would give Brett Favre like a four. Okay. Yeah. And, you know, I think Aaron Rodgers is a douche. I think yeah. if we did a sports evil, he'd be high on that. I don't think he's evil. He's just a dink. I'd give him like a one. All right. You know what? That's perfect for me. I'm in the same boat. Mm. The, you know, upset. We know for a fact that he deeply upsetted that one woman. Maybe I'm sure Favre. there's more. Yeah, Favre. Yeah, but um, I'm sure there's more, but we don't have the proof, unfortunately. But the one woman sucks. That sucks. The but woman then, doesn't suck. What he did to the woman sucks. Yeah, that's what I meant. Jeez. Um, please. And then, yeah, ripping off the poor people is the one that pumps it up to four for sure. And then I'm one with you on uh, Aaron Rodgers as well. Yeah. I think he's just... He's funny to like he got, laugh at. He he's like, like good news fodder. He got like <laughs> lockdown pill. Do you know what I mean? He, yeah. He got... I think he's like an alternative thinker who... Yeah. Like Kyrie Irving. I don't think it's bad to be skeptical of pharmaceutical companies. It's just, you know. He's kind of like Kyrie Irving. Yep. Just like, Yep. really? He's, after all, like, Mm -hmm. after that Flat Earther documentary, they proved themselves wrong in the documentary. (laughs) Well, I'm going to, I'm going to give Mr. Favre a, uh, I'm going to give him a little higher. I'm going to give him a six. Nice. Six on the scale. (laughs) And um, there's probably worse things out there. That he and, did, and because he didn't correct the way we pronounce his name, uh, and then Mr. Aaron Rodgers, because uh, yeah, he seems like a annoying guy, uh, but also because he was so disrespectful to my favorite late night talk show host Jimmy Kimmel. I'm going to give him a four. Okay, that's yeah. great, great yeah. stuff. Thank you. Yeah, it was fun. I was Thanks, lazy James. on the evilometer, but I really did agree with you on both. No, I believe you. I mean, I think uh, these are good scores. Yeah, this. All this football talk makes me think, after we put our, our mics down, should we go throw the old uh, pigskin around? Hey, that's not a half-bad idea. What is it, minus 15 outside? Yeah, it's perfect football weather. <laughs> All right, I'll see you there. That was another great episode of...
podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. 